Hey there, fellow nerds and ne'er-do-wells. I'm AJ, and welcome back to the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of improvised fantasy fucknuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks sip cocktails, play Dungeons and Dragons, and seek a glorious death. Right, before we get going, I'm duty-bound to remind you that the content from here on in is not suitable for little ears. What follows is mostly improvised and entirely inappropriate. Listener discretion, as always, is advised. Now don't forget, you can get your greasy mitts on all sorts of raw and uncut versions of these episodes by subscribing to our Patreon feed. That's right, for a mere few pounds a month, you can get yourself exclusive episodes, artwork, maps, character guides, and a whole bunch more. So what are you waiting for? Pop on over to our Patreon and join in the fun. This week, we are joining back in with the adventure that we left off last time. We had to stop halfway through, so please jump back in. With Mr. Chris Neal, the wokest blueberry, Mr. Chris Rag, the sexiest man to have ever worn a cable neck cardigan, and Mr. Matt Durant, fresh from his sauna. Please enjoy. How's everyone doing? Are you all sitting comfortably? Chris is deep throat in the mic. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I was hiding behind my little fortress, like a, like a, like a, like a little, a schemy like little a precious guy. blueberry, schemy little guy, just like a little blueberry. Okay, right. Coming back in to the action, we're going to pick back up with the storyline. Where by no, stop dabbing. I'm not dabbing. I'm going like this. Okay, okay, sure. That's your own signature move, I see. Um. Oh God! If only this was a video medium, not an audio medium. You could see, you could see Mr. Neil doing his sneaky fingers. Okay, oh, we're going to pick sneaky back up. Sneaky, <laughs> sneaky fingers sounds, sounds like. I'm definitely going to call you Sneaky Fingers from now on. Oh no! Sneaky fingers oh, sounds like no. Jimmy Savile's autobiography. Oh, sneaky fingers. No, sneaky fingers. Who invited Sneaky Fingers? <laughs> he didn't need an invite. He just shuffled in the back door. Sneaky <laughs> fingers. Oh, there you go. Those sticky fingers. Right. There we go. Right. Zip it up. Come on. Let's uh, get everything buttoned up. Every... Come there on, guys. Button it up. Put your false teeth in, old man. You can suck some cock another time. Wow. Right. <laughs> Let's. It's a good callback. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Right, if we're finished bumbling around, making an arse out of ourselves, let's pick back up with the action, which sees Hanash standing with the string quartet holding a reed-thin baton. It sees Belsiar standing next to his father, Impar. And it sees Tati Bajangles entering the garden maze in pursuit of Lionel and Queenie. Who would like to go first? Uh, I'll just say I'm... I'm changing. I'm pivoting. I'm still with the orchestra, but I'm just going to underscore the conversation between father and mm-hmm. son. So it's not going to be music. It's going to be more, yeah, just zing. And, and uh, waiting for zingers. The <laughs> <laughs> string section. Less music and more Radiohead. Or maybe it might be like a bomb, bomb. Yeah, yeah. As yeah, the the string quartet are very very confused as you just hear the screeches of like. 
stringed instruments as they try and follow the weird warbling of the baton of Hanash. I guess I'm going to have to put on my... I'm gonna, I want to wear the mask. I'm going to put the mask and then I'm just going to have to sense the vibe without being able to see the vibe and kind of hear the vibe. It's all facial expressions. I see. Right. Yeah. Okay. The, the, this this is a threatening thing for the string quartet. Yeah, they're all. You can just see the beads of sweat gathering on top of the violinist's brow uh, as the conductor just pulls in trouble. Him. I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> Fully telling you. Fully telling you. You're wearing a gimp right now. You're wearing a gimp right now. The the violinist just sweat beading off her brow, looks down at her makeup bag as she sees a red puff of smoke coming out of her makeup mirror. She just hears a little muffled, yes, yes, <laughs> it's coming from her makeup bag, and she, like the sweat dripping off her. Right as we as we pan back to Belsia, uh, Impar turning to you and saying, "Well, this is going to take some explaining to your mother." I thought you said you were divorced. Well, we're separated. I mean, we're we're trialing a separation. Um, Sounds like she's fucking a yoga instructor, and I'm um, lonely. So, you know, that seems to be working. Please, out. please don't tell me anything more. I I I don't want to imagine anything. Um, well, I wasn't going to reenact anything. No, I was merely merely saying, um, you know. We did worry about you. We always assumed that you would um, end up on the dock side as a gigolo or something like that. Um, but Came close. When you stopped replying to our letters. I was the product of a very intensive upbringing that turned me, always turning me into something I wasn't. And I had to get away from that. You mean my parenting skills were not what you needed? As a, the, the wizard's sleeve is for wizards and wizards learn their power, but sorcerers are granted their power. For a sorcerer, their, their power is something that comes from within and you wanted to take that and constrain it by, by wizard principles. I see. Well, all we wanted was the best for you. We wanted you to feel loved and to feel empowered and to feel safe. But you took yourself down a dark path, and we warned you that if you kept on meddling with cheese... Oh, come on, it's just cheese. (laughs) It's never just cheese. That's how it starts. That's how it starts, with the curds and the whey. And soon you know it, you're possessed by a demon and being sodomized by a barbarian during some sort of spiritual meet-and-greet at 3 a.m. in a tent in the countryside underneath a red moon. Trust me, I've been there. All, all we were trying to do was do what was best for you, and here you are, associating yourselves with brigands, thieves, perverts, whatever that is, as looks down at Pecato. Your friend, I feel, will never be happy until he has bathed himself in blood. I mean, there's a there's truth in that, but he he fights for his 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 crazy beliefs. Who are we to say that they're crazy? Well, I mean, I thought I raised you to question fundamentalism. Like, is okay, look, well, I can't. You're an adult. But it, it worries me that you will happily kill these people, but will not lay a hand on me. It is difficult, because logically, you should 
also pay for your crimes. What crimes? Being a father? Being uh, vaguely related in the same circles as these people we don't like. So are you. Well, that's the... Do you not remember playing here as a child? I used to bring you here. You used to run around the vineyards, snatching grapes off the vines, eating them. You used to play pin the tail on the goblin. But I... Perhaps you were too young to remember. I've... I've changed, haven't I? I've seen... I don't know. You haven't returned any of my letters. Oh. I know so little about you, BB. Well, Ever Since uh, that incident with the bagels. Uh, like uh, uh, drifting. How is the toaster? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I still have it in my desk drawer. Still confiscated. <laughs> yes, you can eat you can eat toast like the plebeians. Well, all we ever wanted was the best for you. Look, you must do what you must do, but I'm not sure I can ever look at you the same. Search your heart, Father. You you know we This isn't Star Wars. We <laughs> it didn't miss a beat. <laughs> That's I really knew what it was. <laughs> Oh, dear God. Um, as he looks at you, he just lays a hand around you, and as a goblin crosses your path with a tray, he just um, he pulls off... Um, two, he doesn't pull the goblin off. He just snatches uh, two champagne flutes off a goblin's tray and hands you one. Well, maybe we could start today, making up for lost time. I, I clink... We, we, we clink glasses, as I say. Okay, I guess we could do that. Let's enjoy the, the fireworks. Oh, Honosh can't hear anything and is like, is it going well? It sounds like it's going well! <laughs> Random drums in the background. As, as you say all this, you just see the carnage ensuing as like 19 goblins are just running around attacking things. As you see uh, one of the guests of the lawn party has a croquet mallet and is just caving in the skull of a goblin that's uh, trying to attack it using a whisk. As you just see smashed skull matter being splattered around with a croquet mallet. As another goblin pins him down and just pours molten cheese from a fondue set into his mouth. As the man just screams, gargling his last as molten cheese runs like a hot river of lava down his windpipe and into his lungs. Um, Just fountaining up liquid cheese out of his nostrils. Uh, And on that mental image. We're going to quickly pan to Tatty Bojangles at the mouth of the maze with Toad Flaps. So uh, we will head into the maze um, and then once we reach any kind of, if there's any kind of like crossroads in it um, I'm going to have a look to see if I can see any tracks on the ground that look fresh. Ooh, okay. Yeah. As you you travel in a little bit, it's quite a high laurel. Now it's made of laurel. This maze, um, which is um, uh, sort of all year, very thick green, very thick leafed laurel hedge. Um, it's about ten, twelve, about twelve foot high. Mm. As you make your way in, which would be quite tall for a human, but for you is also you know very high. It's a little bit dark on the inside. There is light coming in through the top, as there's no obviously no top on the tunnel, on the maze. Um, and as you come to the first junction, you look down on the ground, um, 
make me an investigation check. Investigation. I mean, you can use acrobatics if you want, but... Uh, that's a nine. Nine. Uh, you look at the... You look at the... There's, it's been used by so many children recently and, you know, other guests and stuff. There are footprints going in all directions. Um, mm. uh, I'm going to shout up to Aristobulus and say, Stobby, can you see which way they went? Okay. Again, you can make an investigation check if you like. Oh, much better. 24. 24. As he's like, in the, closer to the center, the center. As he's like waving around with one foot trying to show you the direction as one of his sandals starts dislodging as he has to lean down and grab his sandal before it falls. He's like, yeah, over there. Cool. I'll follow the follow whichever path looks closest. It takes you that way. As, yeah. you, as you head off towards the left, as you hear a voice coming between the laurels, as you hear Lionel's voice, as he's like, you don't have to do this, you know. There are easier ways of settling disagreements. Well... You've got the police commissioner in your pocket, so feels like no. Feels like a no. What do what do you mean in my pocket? She is a friend. Mm. That does not make her in my pocket. That makes her a friend. Well, if you treat your workers the way that you do and also have a police commissioner and a journalist as a friend, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, it's going to seem like they're in your pocket. So your your friend's father is also in my pocket? Uh, yeah, probably. As soon as he gets a certain amount of him and his professional institution get a certain amount of money from you, we're just screaming at each other through, <laughs> through, yeah, yeah, through a laurel head. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard uh, to get a good zinger in when you can't see them. Yeah, as you're darting around. Okay, uh, Hanash, what are you doing during all of this? Uh, I'm just trying to be a support a friend for uh, Belsia. Uh, mm. yeah, I just keep on cheering. I'm like, yeah, you go reconciliation. Woo! Uh, as you get the string quartet to just play like more and more creepy music as Belsiar and like uh, his dad just embrace in a slow hug. I keep on like going up and down he doesn't to, want. Sometimes like da 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 da. Uh, and then it's a lot, a lot of like noughties, like um, uh, game show music going on as well, just like to to ease the mood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. When okay. when they make the, so you're going to say you get them to play like sexual healing? <laughs> <laughs> Very inappropriate. <laughs> it should just be. It's quite hard for a string quartet to play sexual healing. But I'm sure they can. <laughs> when, when they can play Slayer. <laughs> when they do the video game version of this, I feel like this will be a rhythm mini game. And the better you, the better you do, the closer the relationship between Belsiar and his father. It's like Dan Stance Revolution yeah. when they're all yeah. campaign group. Yeah, you've you've got to play the theremin in time, and the better you are at the theremin, the closer like Belsiar and his dad get together. Um, as you just rub your hand up the rod, right? Let's. There we go. Let's just leave the theremin yeah, it's, alone. It's like the, the Papa the Rapper game. That's what it is. That's <laughs> yeah. the one. Yes, one. No idea. I don't get that woke millennial reference. Papa that is not a woke millennial reference. That's a 90s reference. That's classic. Seven. Is Papa the Rapper on the PlayStation 1? Mm-hmm. Parappa the Rapper. Yes. Parappa the Rapper. I have vague memories of it, yes. Vague memories of Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, yeah. 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 let's Yeah. I think I might have got a free copy of it with my PlayStation. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, there you go. 
Uh, right, all that's going on. Belsiar, any like moves you want to pull on your dad? Any kind of like inroads? Before uh, we do the old to pretending Tati? to yawn. Ugh, I put my arm around him. No, no, no. As your dad just goes like rigid, like a plank, <laughs> uh, as you put an arm around him, he's like, So, how have the last few years been for you? Um, you ever lived in a dumpster? Because that's uh, been a few nights picking pizza off the stuck to the walls of a bin. That's uh, that's been my meal since your mother left me. I've been living in a bedsit over the top of a tabaxi takeaway. Um, it's not been the easiest existence, but you know, I get by. I have a pretty good stipend from the wizard sleeve. So you're still teaching? It's just a trial. It's just a trial separation. You know, she'll come back. I mean, I kind of don't want to be your, 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 the hitch to your, wait, hang on, the, the Will Smith to your, the guy from Hitch. Kevin <laughs> James? Ke- no. Kevin James? Yes, Kevin James, I think. Was, was one of the, was Will Smith called Hitch in the movie, or was... Yes, yeah. it's a very problematic film about a man who manipulates women oh, into giving him what he yeah. wants. But you know, we could we could go with that. No, or, no. Uh, you, could the, you could be the Gosling to the Steve Carell. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I can be your. Uh, no, I can't. I can't get you. You don't want to be his emotional support child. Yeah, his emotional. I could be yeah. the son <laughs> to your dad. <laughs> Wow. As he just looks at you and says, yes, that is the emotional range I would expect from you. Let's start there. (laughs) Let's start there and see if we can rebuild. First of all, I would like to apologize for missing every single one of your um, sports days. I know uh, your mother was always busy and I was working. Um, I might have missed a few of your birthdays along the way. Yes, well, I'd like to apologize for that. Yes. So, have you got any significant others in your life? Um, I strangled one of them. The other one I locked in a room and left, left to burn to death. Oh, okay. Right, you're being serious. Right. Okay. <laughs> wow. Probably. Awkward pause. You might know him. Uh, that would be weird. Uh, Algarandi. Have you come across him at all? Ah, Algarandi! He was an alumni of the Wizard Sleeve. You burned him to death. <laughs> he, he might be alive. He was alive he when we left alive. him. But, uh, it, Schrodinger's Garundi. He yes. might be alive. <laughs> he, oh, no, no, Don't forget about that lady you shanked to death in the, in the pit. Yeah. <laughs> As as Empire looks sideways at Hanash with two eyes, <laughs> the lady who you shanked to death in a yes, I was I, I was in prison for a time. Bibi Belsia, if I paid for if I paid if I paid for a therapist, would you perhaps consider leaving this? gaggle of lunatics and you know i will put you up you can live with me in the bedsit above the tabaxi takeaway and i will get you therapy and help i you, i don't you want would, to see you go down this you, path you would, you've shanked one lady to death burned another man alive 
and now you appear to be involved in some sort of uprising and insurrection as he looks over at the form of the dead party goer with like molten cheese gurgling out of his mouth his the man has bits of goblin skull splattered down the front of his white dinner jacket as he's like you appear to be moving in some rather dangerous circles Arthur, you you would you would put me in golden handcuffs when I can be. Uh, Is that a sexual thing? Uh, golden handcuffs. I will say that Arthur you tie someone up and piss on them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but um, um. but uh, uh, I, I'm I I may be poor and uh, unadjusted, but I am free, Baba, and you and your. Uh, Wizard sleeve and your tabaxi takeaways could never understand that. Okay, I, I I have to offer. I love you unconditionally. Um, as he looks down, like he's trying to shake potato off his leg. Like potato uh, is trying to hug him as you hug him, and he's like getting worried as he's trying to shoo the feral potato off. <laughs> the feral potato just turns and jabs him in the ankle with a fork. As he's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> As he's like, yes, um, as he just like flicks the potato to one side. It's so nice to see you with your grandchildren. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, as he's like, no, look, I don't offer. I love you unconditionally. No matter how many people you murder in the name of love, I will always care for you. But um, the offer is there if you do need a place to stay and um, I can hook you up with a therapist, perhaps. Maybe a priest. Well, how about a counteroffer? I, as mentioned, I'm about to come into possession of some uh, a sizable vineyard and 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 winery. Uh, you could uh... please don't, please don't, please, please, please. please. I'm not here. <laughs> just, just You're not there. You can't stop metagaming. <laughs> uh, Do it. Maybe you could you could t- come 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 and visit for 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 a few days and then go back. Oh. How about a counter-counter offer? When you're in prison, I will come and visit you. Sold. (laughs) Well, there we go. As a single tear rolls down his croco cheek. This is is ground made up from years lost. We made progress. As you awkwardly look over at Hanash and give him the thumbs up. Um, From behind your father's back. I I show to see through the mask, and I don't. I'm like, is that a sign for murder, or it's going really well? (laughs) (laughs) And I just get a knife out and just um, start the the quartet doing um, celebrate song. Dun 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 dun. There's there's an awkwardness to the music as they're all basically being held hostage. Sorry, go uh, yeah, you're trying to you're trying to push musical genres through a string quartet that they are ill. Like you see fingers bleeding as like people are trying to play it like 137 <laughs> beats a minute. <laughs> There's a lot of awkwardness coming from that little booth. Right, Tati, we we pan back to you as you push deeper into the maze, turning corners, and you're getting ever closer to the center of the maze. What are you doing? Can I? Make another investigation check. I guess I'm. I guess I'm looking for tracks, but I'm also trying to. If if I can hear Lionel or Queenie saying anything, I'm also like listening out for like where they are. As me, Toad Flaps, and Barbara like push through the push through the maze. Okay, yeah. Make me an investigation check. 
17. 17. Uh, as you push closer in, you find an abandoned stiletto, uh, which has got like stuck in the mud. Um, as you look down, you follow what has turned from stiletto tracks into feet tracks as someone has taken off their shoes as you start zeroing in um, as you make your way further into uh, the maze you hear a rustling coming from behind a court in the corner of a hedge like ahead of me okay i'll take out an arrow and knock it but um i don't draw it yet i'm just gonna like edge forward to like try and get a a, a little little corner little corner action slice that pie you see you see a yeah. you see a foot a bare foot sticking out from behind the corner of a hedge come out or you lose the foot as slowly the person stands up and you see queenie in a summer dress uh slightly covered in mud and blood as she steps out with her hands up please don't hurt me queenie i assume yes Where's Lionel? He he uh he uh went on. He abandoned me. Isn't he? Wait, DM question. Isn't Aunt Lionel and Queenie married? Yes. Wow, couple of fucking freaks. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, Tatty's just gonna say, I'm gonna turn to Toadflaps and be like, you can you can do what you want with her. I'm I'm Toadflaps is like, listen, I'm bound to you by a life debt. The violence is your thing. Bursting into people's homes and killing them. That appears to be your raison d'etre. This is your mission. I am merely here, bound to you with a life debt. Oh, boy. Oh, sorry, who has the life debt? Who owes who? You um, owe her, she owes you. I, I think that I owe her. Yeah. She's basically... Uh, yeah, you missed out on this, Mr. Rag. Basically, Tati explained how he had bumbled into her mother's house all those years ago, or a year ago, whatever, and killed her. And then I think Tati painted a very beautiful picture of how he euthanized her. But if you do go back and listen to that episode, listeners, you will see that Tati tried to tried to put her out of her misery with a dagger and ended up lobotomizing her <laughs> and then had to very slowly kill her. Well, I mean, who wants to hear that about their own mother? Why would I... Yeah, he did, yeah. you know. So, so we were rather than... Like kid as well. He was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you were, yeah. <laughs> That might be the best laugh I've ever heard from AJ. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I keep them in reserve. <laughs> as rather than resort to violence, Toad Flaps saw it as an opportunity, saw the what her mother was doing, sending Tatty after to find her. And so it said, Look, I'll buy myself to you the life that you she said, You owe me, but I'm not gonna demand something. I'll let fate decide what it is. So I'll follow you and we'll let fate decide what the debt is basically. Laura surprise. Laura surprise. That's it. That's a good one. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say to Toad Flaps. Okay, cool. If you're if if you're comfortable, just taking her back to the taking her back to the house to where the goblins are. Uh, well, the the other goblins, should I say? If if you're happy to do that, I'm happy to find Lionel and we'll we'll I'll bring him back, and we can we can. We can decide what to do with them. I, if you're good with taking her back to the house, that that works. All right. Yes. So oh, no, no problem. As um, she looks around, 
trying to find some way of securing Queenie, can't think of anything, sees that she's got, like, stockings on. Um, Toad Flaps pulls one of her filthy stockings off and ties up uh, Queenie's hands behind her back and escorts, escorts her back through the maze. As she's like, all right, we'll work backwards through the maze. Uh, I guess we'll see you in about three hours, as I haven't got a fucking clue how to get back out of the maze. All right, see you in a bit. As it's just you, I'm going to call out. To, I'm going to call out as they're as they're leaving, and just say, um, "Don't worry, Queenie. We'll see that. We'll, we'll see that justice is done." Yes, but what does justice mean? There's been no trial here. You've just set yourself as some arbitrary judge of what is right and what is wrong with oh, whatever evidence oh, you. Boy, Queenie, I swear to God, if you don't, if you don't go back to the house, I'm just going to kill you. I'm just going to kill you. <laughs> Get out. I'm I gonna, feel I'm maybe that you are slightly unhinged. I'm just going to carry on further into the maze. Uh, if you thought that there was some injustice done here, perhaps bringing us before a judge would have been a better idea than... Nobody likes you, Queenie. Even your husband left you here. <laughs> As a single tear rolls down her filthy cheek. Nobody likes you. You may kill us all, Gnome, but I fear at the end the one person who you'll never be able to get rid of is yourself. Oh, insightful. insightful. Eat the rich. Eat the rich. Eat the rich. Especially when they're slavers. <laughs> you have you have small man syndrome. As you have leaves. rich bitch syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> As she leaves with toad flaps. Uh, I'll carry on. I'll carry on tracking uh, Lionel. Um, now that you finish shouting at Queenie at the top of your voice, you subtly carry back on. <laughs> I wasn't shouting. I was I was talking as they were walking away. You were away. getting further away as you were like, bitch, bitch. <laughs> I feel like you're a real, like, Dennis, like, vibes. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's always sunny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have much more back vibes, just look, staring at the camera and sweating. You've just got beads of sweat forming on your brow as you walk deeper in you jump at one point as you hear something behind you as you look up and you just see aristobulus and the bumblebee riding six foot above your head blotting out the sun what's the move um i will see if i can see if i can see if i can find any tracks but also see if i can find any traces of blood from the wound that i gave lionel um, I think the was, wound was healed. Yeah, it was healed. It was healed a little bit. I don't know if it was still like if it was still bleeding at all. Um, yeah. I'll um, I'll make an investigation check again. Don't fuck me, Hoffman. Um, that's uh, twelve. Twelve. Uh, there's not really much you can go on as you push deeper into the maze. After a while, you see um, a white dinner jacket with a blood stain on it left on the ground slightly soiled as in mud he's not shit himself <laughs> as you push deeper in mm. yeah maybe i'll i think maybe i'll uh shout up to aristobulus and see if he sees anything you shout out aristobulus is like swaying around in the skies like dive bombing and whooping and hollering as you see um the bumblebee holding on firmly to um you know uh, spiritual like stirrups uh not stirrups they're they're spiritual kind of like scruff of the the 
shaft to try and stay on. Uh, she's looking very, very I think ill. That would get any worse, but it hundred percent did. The scruff of the shaft. The scruff of the shaft. Yeah. Um, as you hear a crackling, like you know, energy above you, as he just whoops and hollers, like you know, crop dusting in his giant phallus. As you make your way into the centre of the maze, it opens up into the inner kind of atrium, um, kind of like there's a there's an open area inside the middle of the maze. As you see in the middle, um, surrounded on all sides by privet, there's a big kind of like um, gazebo in the middle. I will wait. So gazebo in the middle. What is what's around it then? Is it like a just is it like an open space within the within the the maze? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. I will. Hmm. Can I uh, slowly walk towards the gazebo, and I'll I'll make a perception check if you'll if you'll allow me. I feel what like are you making your perception check for? You tell me what you want to do, and I'll tell you. <laughs> it feels it because it feels like this is a dead end within the maze, and it feels like well, it's like, the center of the maze. Yeah. If there's no other paths going off of it, I feel like he's either here or I've made a wrong turn somewhere. Like where the like, and it feels like if I found the jacket, then he should be here somewhere. So if I can see any signs of where where he is, um, or see him, uh, that'd be good. Uh, yeah, make me a perception check. Yeah, as you said, yeah, okay, that's a good justification of a perception check. I like it. Ooh. 27 27 i mean yeah everything points towards there you you see footprints in mud going up the stone steps to the gazebo in the center as you make your way closer you can hear heavy raggedy breathing as you push you want to go into the gazebo how big is the gazebo 20 feet on all sides that makes sense um i'll um i'll put my arrow away and i'll i'll walk up to the walk up to the gazebo as you see lionel stank standing next to a ice bucket with a bottle of champagne and a few glasses as he's looking tired and worn out as he pours himself a drink pours a second one and goes to hand it to you interesting um is there any reason why you think i would take that lionel well you seem to be you seem to be Obsessed with killing me, so I thought we'd have one last drink. As he drinks his, I'm good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my bow on my back, uh, and I'm gonna take my little hip flask out and just have to take a quick, quick nip, and then put it back. Does, does some of the wine come out the hole that Tatty put into Amelia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as he drinks champagne, bubbles just start like. Yeah, as he just sips on a drink, and he just looks at you and says. So we appear to be out of options. What do we do from here? I mean, we have one option. I'm happy to draw it out if if you are. Uh, you just seem you seem very confused about why this is happening, uh, which I can imagine. You are in you are unimaginably rich, um, but you have also brought people into your into your service in a let's be let's be honest between the two of us, uh, not. But, Three of us counting Barbara, um, a not, not entirely honourable way, and you have kept people in slavery, and you can deny it as much as you want. But we've spoken to the people that work for you, 
and they've agreed that time time is up. So um, you can accuse me of whatever you like. But what I do not understand is you who placed you as the moral arbiter if everybody ran around serving justice as they saw fit? The, what would the world the, the be? People that, the people that work for you. I explained why I, I, I went to the people that, that, that work for you. They explained what the problem was, and I explained how I could help if they saw fit, and they agreed. I asked them several times uh, to ensure that they were, they were certain, um, and I said, yes, I will quite happily wipe your bloodline from the face of this world. Well, men like you will do what men like you will do. I don't think anything will stop you. It's true. But it's true. Nothing will nothing will stop me. At the end of the day, I think if you believe that you will gain some superiority for your actions today. No. I do not clearly understand your your motives, but you will do what you will do. No, there's as no he, there's no As he leans forward and says, "Do what you must. I will not fight you." Well, like that's obvious. You, you need to kill me. If it makes you feel better about yourself, then please do. But I don't think it's going to change the world one iota. Also, this is not my estate. It is my father's. So, Well, I'll get to your dad and your mom. Like, they'll die when they come back from their yoga retreat. Don't worry. Don't, Queenie? Don't... Sh- Queenie... Mm, See, I'll- again, there you are, the moral arbiter of all that is good or right. You decide who lives, who dies. Well... Who deigned we, you to be God? We found Queenie in the maze. I could have, I could have decided what to do with her if I felt that was... My role. You did decide what to do with her. It appears that you have not killed her. We haven't killed her. Um, I'm going to let other people decide what what happens to Queenie because you left her behind. Um, the person that you claim to love more than anyone else in this world. So we'll decide what happens to her. She'll get she'll get okay. a fair, she'll get a fair say. Oh, will she? Will I get a fair say? You are getting your fair say right now. Well, this is interesting. So will you be my executioner? Yes. <laughs> well, can we cut to the chase then? I tire of all of this morals and ethics. And If you tire of the morals and ethics, then answer me only only one question. Did you... Oh, sorry, do you need my... Yes, go on then. <laughs> did, you, did, you keep, did you keep slaves at this estate? Did I keep slaves? No. My father, as I said, owns the estate. So you may wish to kill my entire bloodline, and and you can say that that is justified if you wish. But I presume you will now go on a rampage across all of the estates around here, applying the same logic. Have you just zeroed in on the Stank family as the um, centre of your hatred? Just this one, for now. Um, There's... there's there's no need to there's no need to blow this up beyond what it is we're just cleaning up ah just murder excellent right well are we ready as he slowly starts unbuttoning the front of his shirt clothes on or clothes off uh, clothes on please <laughs> what jesus christ man no need to get but is that both of us or just you <laughs> fucking rich people in a gaslighty bullshit um i'm going to um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, just. I don't have, I don't have any weapons in my hand or anything. I'm just gonna go for him with the hidden blade. Ooh. As, uh, yeah, go on then. Make me. Uh, I don't need advantage on this to get sneak attack, which is great. 
not a great role though. Not 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 a not a great role. Um, let's see. That's an eleven. No chance. Uh, nope. Not with an eleven. As you go and flick out your wrist, blade comes flying out as he jumps backwards and says, "Oh, is this how we want to do it?" I I, I see. Look, if you want to execute me. Why don't you just get on and do it? Or take me back there and do it with some sort of proper fashion. None of this sneaking around pretending to knife me in the dick when I'm not looking. (laughs) You're not doing a very good job of this. You've made this execution awkward. Yes, this is a If you were hoping that I would fight you and giving you the pleasure of ending me, then I won't. Yeah, that feels this feels awkward. You've made it awkward. You wanted to execute me. Instead, all you've done is cut a... You've cut my trousers. These are fine trousers. They're tailored. And now you've nicked them. Um, I will... Uh, I, as a bonus action, I will attack him with my other dagger. Fine. <laughs> uh, that's a little better. Um, that's a 15. Hits, yes. Okay. Uh, and that will do d4, d6. Why did I get an extra d6? Oh, no, I don't. No, I don't, because it's not Hidden Blade. Okay. (laughs) God, those are bad rolls. Um, that's... Three, four, five... Ten damage. Ten damage. As the blade jabs into the side of his abdomen as he's like, ow! Okay, right, I see. Fine. If this is how we want to do it, come on! As he slowly starts walking out the gazebo with the dagger sticking out of the side of his chest. Fine. <clears throat> come on. Let's go. As he's, like, coughing up blood. He's like, Death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Uh, let's go. I told you, I'm not going to fight you. If you want to kill me, you can do it of your own cognizance. As he just starts slowly walking back out the maze. That's going to happen. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'm fully going to do it. I don't care what this fucking slaver tells me. As he's walking away, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to steady aim and take a shot at his back. I don't care. Sure. Go for it. That's a natural 20. A natural 20. I'll roll you some down. Yeah. Don't, don't worry. How would you... I would, just I to would, speed things up, how would you like to do this? Um, I would I would like to just... I take, out, I take out the arrow and I draw it and I look at him and I just, I just sigh because there's no honesty that you can get out of someone like this. It would have been nice if him and Queenie could have been reunited before before he died but there was there was no way around this and then i just and then i just loose the arrow into his into his i'm not even going for the head i'm not even going for the head it's a great just loose it center mass center mass just a straight a straight shot center mass as he walks away with blood bubbling out the side of his abdomen you knock an arrow pull it back and it flies through the air, crunching through his back, breaking through rib and piercing his lung on the right side from behind. As he drops to his knees, he turns and looks at you and says, Ah, in the back, like the coward that you are. 
And I don't suppose that it will end here. I suppose your rampage will go on until you feel that you have done enough. But I don't have time for a long monologue. I'm dying and my lungs are filling up with blood. So, oh, <laughs> so one la- as he coughs up blood, it's just splattering down his chin and onto his crisp linen shirt as he's like, you say I'm not honest, but before I die, know one thing. Queenie is my sister. As there, I said it. As he just chokes and dies. Oh, oh. I spit on his body. Wow. No. <laughs> what a little freak. Well, well, Mister Neil, you've killed the mood and the heir to an estate. Right. <laughs> we we need to wrap this up. How are we? How are we bringing this? As Tatty, you stand over the rapidly bleeding out body actually yeah could i could i have a look i don't uh, these fucking rich people they always have family crests or something that they keep on them like a ring mm-hmm. or, or a necklace or yep. something um yeah, yeah, yeah. i'd love to search his body and find something like that and any gold that he's got on him because fuck it absolutely uh as you um as you unbutton his shirt um you see that he's got a medallion with the stank family crest that's got a rabbit and it says um carne luchem on it uh, which is a stank family crest you see he's got about 200 gold on him in a pouch he's got 200 you later after you've counted it you discover he's got 232 gold on him he wasn't armed uh, he's got a particularly fine set of trousers with a neck in them that you ruined. His, you know, very expensive dinner jacket is fucked up beyond belief. And there's still half a bottle of champagne. That's about all he's got on him. Cool. I'll take the medallion. I'll um, I'll leave his body. Uh, I don't care. I'll so, wander back. Hanash, as you as you frantically thwap away with your conductor's baton, as as you 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 whip the string quartet up into some sort of frothing crescendo, as the energy bursts forth from it, as Belsiar, you look at your father as you're slowly reconciled with him. Um, there are deep pangs of guilt and just awkwardness hanging in the air, um, as you see Tati emerge from the entrance to the maze, slightly spackled in blood, uh, with Barbara at his side. Belsiar, your father, looks over at you and says, Well, if these are the people you wish to associate with, I cannot force you. Well, I mean, it's kind of all momentum at this point, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm too old to change now. They, they, They keep me on my toes. They keep me honest. And I think I'm not sure honest is a word I would use to describe these individuals, but okay, I see. As he says, son, I have always tried to be proud of you and do the right thing, but I fear this is where our paths end. As he turns and walks back through the bay doors of the hall. No, no, Papa, come back. That's where we're going to pause this week's episode. Father! Papa! Search your right. heart! There <laughs> you go. <laughs> Lots of fun, meaty stuff in this week's episode. Uh, right. What have we got left to do? There's probably not much more we can achieve 
If we're being brutally honest, time is running out on us, and that has been a lot of stuff to think about in this week's episode. Some bloody heavy stuff. Yeah, I really loved uh, Belshazzar's uh, father moment. Yeah, that was some deep quandaries for us to to think on. Well, that's it. It's the end. That's all you're going to get out of us, so you might as well go home. Massive thanks for joining us for this dollop of fun-packed fantasy fuck nuggetry. Seeing as you made it this far, why not consider hitting that subscribe button and never missing another episode again? But yet, if you're feeling fruity, why not give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you are on? All of your reviews and recommendations go a long way towards spreading the words of our misadventures far and wide. If you fancy chatting to us about anything you've heard across the course of this episode, your best bet is to find us on Twitter at AdventurersANO1. Or you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and all the usual social media platforms. So, that just leaves time for us to say a huge goodbye from the reckless vigilante himself, Mr. Chris Neal. Goodbye, Adventureholics. I'm trying out something new. Oh, no, but... oh really? What are you, have you shelving the blueberries? No, 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 no. Blueberries are still important. I can, I can see the blueberries. They're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they're there. Yeah, just you know. Okay. All right. It's a massive goodbye from the people's conductor himself, Mister Chris Rag. Goodbye. <laughs> and it is a big goodbye from the world's most awkward son, Mister Matt Durant. I would also like to convey my greetings to the fans of that particular podcast. Yes. I don't know what that means. It's like you've recorded this message for a thousand podcasts. And they just insert. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to convey my gratitude for the listeners of the podcast. <laughs> and, yeah, I think we are all off to... Uh, Think deeply upon our father wounds and father wound. work. I don't like that. The at father all. wound. Aim for a band. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. We're all off to genuinely reconsider how we feel about Mr. Chris Neal's God complex as. Tell me God complex. I just am better than you. <laughs> <laughs> this has given us a lot to think about, <laughs> listeners. That's it. That's all you're going to get out of us. Piss off. Go home. It's the end you don't have to go home but you can't stay here but remember whatever you do do right you're gonna sing us out mr durant you got a tune for us goodbye listeners there we go we'll get an episode out